Chris the Goat, he has a podcast, yeah. Chris the Goat, it's called the Goat Man Show. He's a Capricorn hippie, banjo loving hillbilly. He lives in Missouri. It's the Goat Man Show, yeah. You are listening to the Goat Man Show with Chris the Goat, <laughs> a podcast about nothing in particular. Goat Man coming on air in three, two, one. Welcome everyone to the Goatman Show. This is Chris the Goat, where we just found out that hyenas eat the whole wildebeest ass. We're also here with Dino Drew, and we're going to talk about whatever kind of fun shit that we've done back in the day. And I think it was, well, which one is it we're going to do? Let's do the apartment. I think the apartment was probably the most extreme that we had done. Um, we had went over, so for, for argument's sake, we're not going to say names. We're just going to use the first letter. Uh, so that they're all, you know, not involved in our shenanigans and whatever. Uh, we were <laughs> we were at this apartment party where our friend L had his neighbors come downstairs. And there was probably already, I don't even know how many. There was probably eight people there. Probably eight or, eight or ten people there. And I didn't know any of them except for two. And then these people come down from upstairs and uh, had asked him if they can come down to the party. So he's like, oh yeah, sure, that's no problem. <laughs> it's like no how, do, how can you let somebody in that you have no clue who they are like he didn't even know who they were so then next thing we know they're downstairs and I, I don't remember if they're in the bathroom or if they were in the living room i know one of them was in the bathroom with us and we had brought some uh they, they were both in the bathroom with us. were they both in the bathroom so we had brought some uh k2 which is a synthetic pot which now thank god no longer is around but at the time, it was basically sold as potpourri, and it was a mix of dried flowers and leaves that was sprayed with some kind of unknown crazy super shit. Yeah, some pesticide that made you hallucinate and trip balls, and a lot of people had heart attacks on it and stuff. So needless to say, it was kind of risky anyway. You couldn't smoke it like normal pot because it would be way, way, way too much, and you would lose your mind. Well, these dudes... Uh, later found out did meth before they had come downstairs, which we had no knowledge of. And that wasn't involved in the party that we were at. Uh, but they started freaking out and puking and season. And no, it was one guy at first. And then the other guy started doing it too. Was it the other guy too? I thought they were both doing it. Oh well, yeah. They were both doing it when the angel ones got called. Yeah. The first one started in the living room and then the, the one guy made yeah, it outside. Yeah. Made it outside. Yeah, right out front. So he got like a charcoal pump on scene, I'm pretty sure. And he was puking all over the sidewalk and they were talking him down. And then of course you were the first one to leave. Naturally. <laughs> and then and then the other buddy of ours, A, he uh left just a little bit before I did, and I had the unfortunate task of hiding everything. <laughs> <laughs> which if was you want to call it that we had well we did the best we could we had two bags in the freezer uh in the ice cream and then one bag in the turlet and flushed it and then i'm pretty sure the pipe was also in the freezer behind the ice cream and i don't remember who it was even but somebody was like telling them whenever they were in there because i was sitting on the couch when the cops first came in somebody was sitting there and told them Everywhere that the shit was. Uh, I wasn't there. No, I, naturally. Oh, wow. No, you was done. I couldn't remember. 
<laughs> but yeah, somebody had narked immediately, and I was sitting there, and they nobody had ever said a word to me though. That was a giant dose of not my problem. That was the that 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 kind of was my problem, but then it was L's problem because of the ice cream. Uh, <laughs> anyway, nothing really came of it majorly except for those dudes. But you know, I think that smoking it was risky anyway. But then you have to add, uh, you know, doing whatever the hell meth does to you on top of it. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good at all because they went to space and then they lost their minds. I mean, I guess if you do meth for a while, eventually you're gonna hit a plateau, maybe, maybe they're trying to reach that next. Uh, yeah, you but know, not doing them together. That's not the way to do it. No, not together. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to do it together at all. You know, I wouldn't even do meth or anything hard regardless. But that stuff was probably honestly not too far away after you look at it. But yeah, I, I so where we live, uh, pretty much the DEA came in and gave all the uh, head shops a warning saying that, you know, in X amount of days, there's going to be an inspection, so you better make sure that everything's done. And then they ended up raiding a couple of days early. And there was a couple shops that closed down and never opened again, and the people saw jail time that owned it. Uh, uh, but really, that was kind of the best thing that happened in a way, too, though, because that was uh, that was rough. It wasn't as bad as bath salts, which I have never done either. Uh but I don't think that that would be good because that's just pretty much synthetic meth and I'm not feeling that because, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to mimic what a poison would do to you anyway. So after the popo got there, found everything, I just pretty much got up and walked out and left past everybody like I was a ghost and everything was good. I was still trippy, so it was crazy, but nobody stopped me and said anything. And then, of course, my truck's loud as tits, so... As soon as I started it and started to back out, uh, following A, we uh, we didn't draw any attention, which was really surprising. And we ended up getting all the way to where we had to go, and nobody ended up saying names. Nobody knew names, except for the one person that ended up telling them to look in the freaking ice cream. It was Sherbert. Oh, it was Sherbert. <laughs> it was Sherbert. I don't forget that it was Sherbert. You don't forget something like that, especially when you're that close to... I mean, you narrowly escaped it. That was... We, we came out of the bathroom, and things started going south. I was out. I had no... I got anxious, you were... and I, I went out. I got in like, the car, nope. and I drove two blocks and parked. So I, was, I was on one. <laughs> I was trying to park before it. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. But I was just sat there, because... I saw the ambulance go behind me, though. Yeah, there was... Uh... There ended up being three, I think, that got called out there. But I don't think there was a third issue because everybody else was cool. But yeah, we were chilling in the bathroom the whole time. And then there was like a ruckus. And then you hear a ruckus. And a ruckus. People, a, a ruckus conundrum. A conundrum. A racket. And then we go out there and then old boys right outside in between where the living room and the kitchen meet up. Uh-huh. Right in the middle, just sitting there all bleh. He's like That's what got us out of the bathroom. Making noises. Yeah, because all the people started telling us that something was the dude was tripping out. Mm-hmm. So we go out there, he was tripping. The other dude was like, I don't feel good. And then he started chunking up the stairs, but of course it was only the half stairs, so he made it out, and then I'm pretty sure you weren't too far after that dude. Or if not before him. I think I might have been 
You were out. I was out of there before the first ambulance arrived. I had to take care of it. Now, in all fairness, the three of us, between you, me, and A, we all were either private personal consumers and or had consumed with one another. Mm -hmm. So it was all of us really didn't have a problem with it happening. And the dude... Well, L, at his place, he knew what it was. He knew it wasn't real pot. He knew it was synthetic, which at the time, fuck, what's horrible is I'm pretty sure that was still high school. <laughs> and I think that's why we were doing it is because we were worried about the whole piss test factor. That's um, why it was the enticement of it initially. If I remember correctly, you graduated the year before because it was the year of the tornado. Right. And I was a senior. I almost didn't graduate because... I didn't go to school for two weeks. Just because you were all strung out on it? Yeah, because we'd smoke all night, and I would go home and oh, sleep yeah. during the day. Yep. Yeah, because <laughs> that was when up. I was in college. Yep, and we were at... Okay, yeah, yeah, yep. Oh, man. I was I was the host with the most. That little... <laughs> we had a camper, and I was doing uh, a security gig. Um just kind of watching the neighborhood because yeah, we had a tornado that came through and pretty much just like fucked the whole city or at least a solid third of it, you know? And, uh, <laughs> we would always be out there either doing Jaeger bombs or smoking. Oh my God. I remember the Jaeger bombs when we were listening to Epic rap battles and a would start laughing and spit everywhere. Every night. And then we learned that M could, uh, suck air in his butt and make himself fart no that was yeah that was him that was a long 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 time ago <laughs> before pre-tornado well yeah but that's whenever we were it. staying in the garage and he took the air compressor hose yes <laughs> yep <laughs> pulled an old kenny versus finney <laughs> yeah he did that was a good time oh man back whenever we were younger though see those were those were good days but i'm not upset that they're gone at the same time because my motor skills went down the shitter uh <laughs> my thinking skills went down the yeah. shitter my talking skills uh pretty much everything like i even walked funky and stuff it took solid like six to seven months to really get back to a, a place to where i wasn't all jackered up but uh yeah so the first time uh, was it the time that we are contesting the drowning fact? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because so, we saw we were in M's car, M's truck, or truck, and yes. we were driving out to the falls. Yes. And we came up on low water, the old old low water bridge. Yes, and I can't and remember we, how we many. Saw a bunch of like seven high. Yeah, there's like seven so, that we were actively we actively had a sticklet of K two. And <laughs> no, I think was it. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was Cynthia. Well, was it a plant or was it a bowl? I think we might have had a bowl until we put it in the glove box, and then we went out to the falls. No, it was a it was a stick because we oh. put it out. Yeah, and then we relit it. But yeah, we put it in the glove box. So as soon as we go across, there's a the way this is set up is there was a a, a bridge that was a one car bridge. And then off to the left-hand side, there was utility parking. And there was like six or seven solid highway patrols just sitting there all together. I have never seen it. 
I have no clue why. That was the worst possible <laughs> timing that started my anxiety. <laughs> and then we, we put it in the glove box. So then needless to say, after everything, you know, we went past, nobody moved, and our paranoia went away, which if, if you've ever tried that stuff, it's not just paranoia. It's like <laughs> mega, mega paranoia. It's It's hard, man. Like your vision gets crazy. Your mind gets crazy. Your thoughts get crazy. Uh, uh, stuff doesn't like seem right. It bounces around. It's it's hard to explain, but it's it's fucking nuts. And we finally get there. We finish our stick. We get out. Uh, M didn't partake at the time because he was driving. And I think as he's like, no, that stuff's stupid, which is hyper, you know, hypocritical. Because he's done way worse shit than we've ever done. Yeah, but you know, he was driving, so... In all fairness, in all yes. Fairness, and I'm glad he didn't, because with the hypos being there in that one-in-a-lifetime shot, you know, if we were playing the lottery, we wouldn't be worried about nothing. But no, it was the opposite end of the lottery if they would have tried to look and see what was up. But we were walking down, and the way that uh, that our town's set up is it's an old mining city. So there's a spot in the creek to where there's old eroded uh like cliffage and it all goes down into almost a quarry but it's not that deep because i jumped off of it one time and landed straight on my tailbone some bullshit you jumped off of it a lot more i did but the one time i landed on my tailbone was last time because i ain't fucking around with getting paralyzed like that not over that so there's a bunch of little crater holes some of them are, are probably that one was uh, it's a solid eight foot deep because it goes way over my head. Um, we were walking and I don't think you realized how full of water it was. And we were off in La La Land. So it was a bright sunny day. So we were seeing all the different colors of the browns and the whites and the rocks. And it was just like everything would mesh together in the sound of the roar of the waterfall right next to you. And then you went kaploop. It's <laughs> just like a rock. And you sunk. And then we were looking at each other and then you opened your mouth and bubbles came up and you didn't. And I was convinced and still am to this very second I sit here and say it, that you were drowning and you needed my assistance. And you still attest the fact that that's not true. I attest the fact that neither one of us was in our right mind. So neither one of us know how truly... I wasn't the one in the water. (laughs) I was above the surface. So that's what makes that a difference. I that. I do. So how can you but, say that? Oh, don't even. Don't. 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 How can you? you? You've almost confessed it twice now. Almost twice. I disagree. Well, you always disagree, but that's not, that doesn't mean shit to me. <laughs> You're always going to protest it. So my first time wasn't as, ex- well, actually it was probably, it was pretty rough. <laughs> it was a good time. So I was at my mom's out Uh, at her place and her husband's son he was a pretty big drug runner in the area Mm -hmm. so he got a hold of this of k2 like the name brand circle k2 um right whenever it first started coming out so for any inexperienced smoker or non-pass smoker they have a big thick bowl and it's called a party bowl And that's what you take for, you know, if you're expecting like three or four people in your rotation or whatever. So he packed the whole thing full of K2 for me. And he's like, here, smoke this. Now, mind you, I have never smoked any kind of herb or herbal make-believe or anything else before. So it was my first stone experience. 
I smoked the whole thing and didn't feel anything at first. And I kept going and kept going. And then it hit me. And it hit me hard. <laughs> I looked over at my mom and it was bouncing back and forth. And there was like 90 of her coming back and forth on me. And then I started flying a cow through the woods. But it wasn't just a cow. It was like a super animated Popeye looking scene and cow. It was, it, I don't even know. It was fucking crazy. So I wasn't here at all. I was off having this mystical magic adventure. I don't know what my body was doing. Um, and then all of a sudden it stopped and then it turned into like a picture of a butcher's slab where you see all the different parts of the cow and the stomach and stuff. And then the stomach turned red. And then I remember coming back to reality and leaning over the deck and puking profusely. <laughs> and then I was asking for a coffee can because what my brain was thinking is I was going to puke in the can while I went to the toilet because I had to shit. But what I said is, give me a coffee can, I need to shit. So everybody was freaking out thinking I was trying to poop in the can. And I'm like, I'm not about to make that kind of a mess all over the place. And before mom died, her story, and she swore by it to that day, is they drug me into the bathroom and put me on the toilet. But I remember very clearly walking. <laughs> and that was our contingency. So I kind of understand where you're at. But at the same time, I still remember. And so, Mark was on, or he was on my side too, though. So speaking of puking, oh, you, you always had an obsession with puking. And so you would always want to get milk. The gallon, the gallon challenge. challenge. The gallon challenge. <laughs> with chocolate milk. We have independently we've... done over... 20 gallon challenges easily and that's why i can no longer drink much milk like if it's not with cereal or if it's not an icy treat ice cream or a slushy or a snow cone or something in the dairyish kind of makeup in between we, all that we put food dye in the milk we to did. color it to change the color of our vomit so it wasn't so boring yeah yeah, because it's kind of boring just watching white milk come up. So, yeah, when you change <laughs> the color. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. And then, yeah, that was all over the park. So then by the time we got done and we left under that pavilion, there was two two puddles. We had the blue, we had, or they had the green, and then we had the purple. And then we did blue and red one time, and we'd done a couple more. And then there was, uh, whenever we went to A's house and we laid in the back of my truck, that one time I was in the neon hoodie. And laid on it, and it just <laughs> profusely came up. I had bought two half gallons of strawberry, and that was by far the best choice because when you puke up strawberry milk, it tastes so much better. It tastes uh, a mean, lot better than vanilla. Milk was pretty. It was, but chocolate's just a little thicker, <laughs> and it's just oh. Well, I, don't know. I mean, you do like to eat ass. I do. Yeah, I eat the whole ass. So the the milk is so cold when it comes up too. <laughs> You know, whenever you puke, you're, you're used to like almost like a hot soup is what I almost equate it to. Like egg drop soup when it comes up. It's warm. It's acidy kind of, you know, you feel the texture. <laughs> I don't know it. about egg drop soup. Well, what, what else? Like chili? Like chilies? I've never puked stuff that makes me think of chili. Um, I've had like chowder. Like you like open up. Ac a acidic vomit burning the nose. Singeing your nose, making you think your face is on fire. Yeah, but mine's not just acid. I don't have just the acid part. I have the chunks that come up too and like suffocate you. So <laughs> whenever it's milk, you don't have that. It it's just stop. it's all salt. It's <laughs> solid fluid. It keeps coming up because you could easily fit for us probably, and even for you too, being a fucking pencil. 
you can half end up fitting like a half a gallon <laughs> or three quarter. Yep, like there's a lot of room in there. It's ridiculous. It bloats and then it. Oh my god! And then you feel like it's going to start coming out of your eyes and your oh, nose. Dude. And then when it does come out of your nose and it bubbles, because <laughs> there's so many, it's like you're putting a straw in the milk when you're a kid and you blow the bubbles up. Except for it's all over your face and your mouth. It's like you have rabies. And there's no reason to it, just to see if you can do it. I think the whole competition is supposed to be uh, a matter of if you, uh, how quick you can do it, or whoever can do it within an hour. And as far as I know, I don't know that there's anybody that's actually done it, because I don't even know if your stomach can hold that much, not unless you're like a competitive eater or something. We just tried maybe. to do it in one sitting. I don't think we ever really timed it. No, we didn't. We just tried to do it as quick as possible because mm-hmm. that was just the funniest way to go about it. Oh, shit. All right, guys, give us just a few minutes. We're going to be right back. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break to digest whatever that was. You're about to listen to Chris DeGoat's podcast. Now I'm just some random girl he hired off Fiverr, and from what I gather, he is f***ing weird. Enjoy! All right, guys, welcome back. This is Chris DeGoat. You are listening to The Goatman Show. We are here on the couch with Dino Drew, and we were just talking about puking milk and why we can no longer drink it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. Do you think we're ever going to do it again? No, never. Uh, I, I can't. I still to this day cannot drink milk because of that. I still to this day can't eat cheese balls. Cheese balls. So we ended up having another time in our, uh, we, we've known each other, oh hell, we were middle school or 12. Yeah. So we've known each other for, you know, 15 or better years now. And we've had a lot of mutual friends in our neighborhood and so on, like most people do. Um, one of the parts of our relationships that I regret is whenever we got a five-pound barrel of cheese balls, and there was four of us that ate them all in one sitting because we explored with paraphernalia and drugs and got the munchies. And I, I shit orange for so long. It was a solid, realistic two weeks. Like, I don't think we, we were... We consume the product unsafely. And I, 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 to this day, I've tried to eat them one time and I almost puked immediately. Um, I can almost hardly eat the jumbo Cheetos, the soft ones. I love those, but I almost can't eat them because they're so close. If they were, yes, they're so close. Um, the puff corn I can do because it's a different texture, but cheese balls, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't handle them anymore. That was misery. Um, well, you know, talking of that night, that mm-hmm. same night, you convinced L to climb in my car. <laughs> I did. Okay, so we were all sitting outside, and that wasn't the same night that 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 A burned his hand. No, that was that, that was a night. different night. So we were sitting outside. He burned one of his hand, though. <laughs> he did. He burned everything. <laughs> so we were sitting out back. Uh, I think on the I'm going to say on the trampoline probably at that point because I we may have had a tent up. I can't remember. Um, L is a, is a weird bastard to begin with and uh, likes to hump things and get naked and <laughs> make people uncomfortable. So he he stripped down uh, and I don't I don't remember I don't think that we convinced him to do it all that much. I think knowing me, I probably encouraged it, <laughs> but I think the idea was mostly his to begin with. 
um, as soon as you came back, where did you even go? Um, I think I went home to get clothes or to change because we were all staying out there. We had a tent. It was nighttime, and I was pulling in the back of A's yard. Oh, yeah, I we did have a tent in front of the trampoline. I had hit the stump. Yes, and then as soon as you pulled up, there was a tree that had gotten cut down, and there was still probably a foot of stump left. Not enough, really, to worry about, except for you had a Stratus or something, something that sat real low. It, it was a Mustang. And was it the Mustang? It was the Mustang, but Ace parents never mowed the yard, so you couldn't see the stump. True. So we we always pulled into the yard down low and on the side, uh, and everything happened in the back. Uh, he didn't see the stump when he pulled up. It scraped on the undercarriage enough to where it made you stop, obviously. Next thing you know, uh, L pops the, the passenger door open and hops in naked. And then it wasn't too long after you go running out, but you still have his ass on your on that seat of that car. So whoever has it now, that's a that's a tragedy in itself. But we have gotten him quite a few times over the years. Um, we got him blindfolded and put a hot dog down his throat. Uh, he almost tried to beat my ass over that. And the time he tried to kill me, it wasn't a hot dog. It was a blue that was the second time we did the hot dog too. You pointed <laughs> that out. Well, no. we no, we had done the hot dog the first time. Yes, I'm getting, I'm getting to that to part. I'm getting to that part. That's the part. No, he didn't try to kill. He, he tried to kill me. The second time he tried to murder me with a kitchen knife. There's a difference. There was an escalation. So the second time, uh, we went to. We always had like a headquarters, I guess you could say, in A's garage, in his parents' garage. Um, and one day we were Snoopy, which there was so much shit that you could always come across it. And it was beautiful because it was just an endless plethora of random and irritating things that we could do to each other or that we ended up providing to do to each other. <laughs> and we found a Bootapluga. <laughs> Bootapluga? A Bootapluga. Not a Vibrator. It was a Bootapluga. So we found a butt plug in a package. It was a, I want to say a five inch or a six inch. I mean, it was a hefty hefty bastard oh, no, that, that's your cup of tea not mine it was blue and sparkly dude i you have to understand this was a moment of pride for me this was a staple of what i got to do to that kid for all he did to us i'm glad that that is a signifying moment in your life it most certainly was the fact and then it stayed on the neighbor's roof for two years after because he <laughs> threw it up there and we couldn't get it down so the part that's that's hard for me to say is uh, the the parental aspects of a uh, indulge in um, oh fuck <sighs> that's one way to put it they they like the physical and literature aspects of lovemaking so there's a lot of things laying around <laughs> look let's just put it out there like it is they, they were bigger <laughs> and they had to have toys to get the pleasure because they. Things just didn't work. I don't. They I used don't, to. I don't know. We we don't you, know. You I'm not. Ta- see, you can't that's take your two bouncy balls and make love. Like ooh, bouncy the, balls. The bellies just bounce off each other. So you. I like the bouncy uh, balls. After a while, you're gonna have to make some sort of adjustment. Uh, you know, to get some sort of pleasure. I don't know. Well, you know, it's there was rough because of uh, there was different. There's there is there was rods on both sides of the bed. Anyway, anyway, so let's 
let's get back into the realism. Okay, so with the butt plug we found in the garage, it was in a package, it was unused, it was brand new. Okay, now mind you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stoop to that level to somebody unless they really, really deserved it, right? So, like, he didn't, he wasn't to that level with me. Uh, he never really fucked with me that bad for it to be used. So it was genuinely fresh and clean and new and nothing was bad with it. So we, uh, I want to say, blindfolded him and sat him in a chair in the same fashion as we did the hot dog. And I think we were setting it up the same way, but we didn't record this one. But what happened is, after he realized what it was and it went down the throat, you know, and came back up, he snapped because he knew about all the different things that were under the bed. And he just knew that it was used, man. He went in the kitchen and opened the drawer and he came at me with a, with a fucking Chucky knife. Like he was happy. So I went to Dave's room and locked myself in there until he chilled out for a minute. And then S got him to calm down. And then things were a lot better. But it was, uh, that was, that was amazing. So then after he got it and he calmed down, he took it and he threw it on the roof of the neighbor <laughs> and it stayed there for two years. Uh, and then there was one time uh, in karma for me putting it in his throat. Um, we had a ladder that was a single extended one that leaned up and went on the top of the roof because somebody had gotten pulled over in the neighborhood and we were trying to look and, and just be nosy <laughs> and see what was going on. Well, I also got a vantage point over on the, uh, neighbor's house and it wasn't there anymore so i had to poop i had a shit pain that hit me like a mother and i had to get down that ladder well s wasn't paying no attention to me he was talking to somebody else I think it may have been l l or h uh they were both over there and the ladder just gives itself a release and it falls down so i fall off the roof and off the ladder and i end up landing onto the shopping cart and busted my leg open so then b come out and she's like what was that i'm like oh nothing it's okay i fell off the roof and she's all like you fell off the roof <laughs> it was it was good i still have that scar but it wasn't that big of a deal it was it was entertaining uh but i got some i got a scar for life for scarring him for life childhood scars man i'm telling you they're they're forever he uh he still you know he probably still thinks about that and he probably still doesn't believe fully that it wasn't used so it's a fair representation of karma because uh butt plugs are are life and scars are for life so scars are butt plugs and that's math to me and it makes sense so we're gonna roll with it well there's that doesn't it make sense so? It does to an extent. What's karma? Well, everything makes extent, sense to an extent. Extents. Ah, there you go. I'm going to pull a GW. Start making up my own alphabet. Hey, there you go. Yeah, he got away with it. Did he? Goofy bastard. George W. Bush. He had his own no alphabet. Shit. I'm just making sure. The people's like, oh, look. I remember I got a scar on my foot from, <laughs> from the same place we were talking. Yeah, from the same place you almost drowned, which in all fairness, I almost drowned uh, further upstream yeah. just recently. And then we, uh, we had, had been running a whole bunch and the falls was super heavy. And so we were like, let's go under the falls. We had gone under and we looked up and saw 
there's a little cliff edge or something that you could stand on. Yeah, and, and then a little <laughs> dugout that we could crawl into. Crawl into, and so, you know, me feeling like I was all that smart was like, I'm going to go up top, and I'm going to climb down through the waterfall onto that ledge and into the little cubby. Right. Needless to say, fast forward, I, as soon as I went to climb down, I, I fell because the water... <laughs> Push me over. Yeah, there's no, there was nothing to hold <laughs> There was on no handhold. I slid right off into a pile of rocks and cut my foot open. Had to get 32 staples. 30, 32. 32 staples in that? Mm-hmm. Your foot did look like a post post, though. I mean, it's, it was a good, it is a good three inches. Like oh. it. Jeez, it was gross. I had to drive you home because I didn't trust you with your limp ass I, foot. I had a towel that some guy gave us wrapped around my foot. Well, <laughs> well, see, behind that waterfall, it's really cool. And then if you get underneath that waterfall, it's deadly. Like, and I ain't even playing. You get. And we were still in high school. Twisted up barrel rolling and shit in that. That was still high school summer day. Yeah. Yeah, we would go out there and almost daily. Probably that actually happened three least. weeks, three or four weeks before the tornado. Yeah, it did, because you were still kind of limpy afterwards. Uh, I only know that because I was supposed to ship out to basic. Right. And I came back because of the tornado, but I almost didn't go because I'd hurt my foot. It was like a month, month and a half before. That'd been fun. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, at least you didn't like almost break your fucking tailbone on it. Yeah. So I jumped off. There's a place on the on the uh, the top of the waterfall, and it's probably twenty feet, twenty five feet of a jump. So you get down to the main basin of it, um, and there's probably a fifteen foot uh, crater bowl per se that you can jump off of and land on. Because otherwise, there's a whole bunch of big rocks down at the very bottom that have rolled over uh, throughout time. So if you don't know where you're jumping, you're going to land and smack and break something on it. Well, you got to be very particular about where you aim, and I thought I did. But I think, you know, it wasn't the same day as you're talking, but it was likewise. The water was a little heavier than it normally was, so it caught my foot, and I lost angle of the trajectory of what I was supposed to be shooting. And ended up landing probably like a foot and a half in the water, smacked right on my fucking tailbone, and it made me never jump again. But I didn't actually break it, I don't think. You might have broke your tailbone. Well. I mean, you're pretty big pansy about it afterwards. Ah, oh, dude, for a long time, it sucked. I couldn't even wipe my ass without it making me want to cry. It was a bad time. It was a bad time. But there's also I, been a lot of good times that have been in that creek, too. I couldn't imagine not being able to wipe my ass, like... I still wiped it. It just hurt. I mean, like lifting a cheek up even, going from one side to the other. Oh, <laughs> my God. And there's not a stint. I mean, they can't put a fucking compressor up your ass and, like, staple it to it and make you straighten out again like you can do around yeah. a finger. I mean, you're just, True. you just got to sit through it. It's like a bruised rib, you know? You just got to chill and let it be. That was horrifying. Talking about chilling, let it be colonoscopy farts. Colonoscopy farts. <laughs> colonoscopy farts are one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> oh my god, farts are you know, and that's one thing I think. If I had a PSA for women, you know, if they wanted to understand men, 
a real man, you know, not just masculinity, not just responsibility, not just protection, not just all these things you expect. It has to be farts. Men have to have farts. And, and if you don't think farts are funny, then shame on you because it's a natural sound your booty hole makes and it should be that way all the time. I think farts, uh, actually I farted twice in my last episode and I'm proud of it because they're funny. And my whole goal in life is to make people mad and then make them happy because they learn something new or make them happy and then make them mad because I farted twice on the last episode. No, if that pisses you off, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh boy. <laughs> I caught you. <laughs> He's scrolling. That's, oh, a, that's a whole topic for a whole nother day. That okay. is. That's, that's <laughs> the next show. You know, you don't know how many times I've come on here and I've actually <laughs> like started on something. I'm like, well, we won't even get started on that. That's got to be, that's a whole nother hour. <laughs> you know, that's a whole nother three or four hours. We can't even, we can't even get that shit started right now. We, we both have our perspective issues in that area. <laughs> Facts of life. Yeah. None of us are perfect. So uh, your take on farts. What, how do they rank in the top? What's the top three things? Listen, farting's the most glorious feeling in the world. No, they're, not they're, that you're doing. No, what are your three thing? The top three things that that are amusing to you? Because I'm I'm almost gonna I'm gonna go on a whim and guarantee I'm gonna guarantee that a fart or farts is within that top three. Yes. Okay. What number? <laughs> At least two, if not number one. Okay. So what else is there? Amusing. Yeah. Or something that makes not necessarily it just makes you laugh or that you enjoy, like laughing. The semi okay, so Giggling. people people laughing and farting, and then what would be the third? Because we were doing fails, but okay, <laughs> I think I'm pretty close to the same. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, puking, especially when it's like just the sound of it. I don't like the smell. Tor okay. Torrential vomit. <laughs> oh, I know. It, it's disgusting, but it's amusing. Green pea soup. Yeah. Okay. So as soon as the smell comes out, I'm done. I can't handle the smell. I can't. But the gagging, the the dry heaving, the puking, the gurgling. I love the gurgling. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> the, it's, one of, <laughs> it's one of my favorite sounds in the world. Like you deep building your dick. It, it is sad because in my primary, I've... Uh, I've I've had to work with people that were in a really bad way, whether they were too drunk or whatever the case was, and they would puke. But my initial, my gut root instinct to is to laugh, and I'm like, I can't do that right now. It's so bad. Yeah, I have a I have a twisted fucked sense of humor, and I don't know why for sure, and I'm not necessarily ashamed of it, but it's definitely. Not something that most people I remember understand. You birthday know. cake vodka. Birthday cake vodka and popcorn night. <laughs> yep, that was I a was torrentially getting sick from the vodka and you could not stop laughing. Dude, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I almost pissed myself. Because <laughs> I couldn't <sighs> move. And you just, you couldn't move from laughing. You couldn't breathe. Well, you were so wasted that you... Your idea of puking outside because you're like, Oh, what a puke. I'm like, get the fuck out of the tent. You... Open the tent, you unzipped it, you and leaned my... your stupid head out <laughs> and just let it flow. And it was 50% vodka, 50% popcorn. It was a horrible, smelly mess. 
all, all over our shoes. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> I remember this. Yes. <laughs> our shoes were out there. Yep. And then we woke I, I up. I literally just leaned my head out the front of the door. Yep. Hey, at least I got it out of, out of the tent. Uh, woke up the next day and uh, there was, it was hot. It was a hot summer muggy day. We had the roof open and all I smelled was fucking <laughs> vodka. Hot stale popcorny vodka and i'm like oh god and i was a little hungover too so that didn't help either oh you know after our days drinking vodka together i have never drank vodka again you and me you have ruined more things for me i think than anybody else you helped me ruin popcorn balls you helped me ruin milk you helped me ruin uv vodkas You've ruined everything. You've taken everything that's dear and intoxicating. Yeah. yeah well, milk that's doesn't. That's what we do. Milk doesn't really count, though. Milk. First off, the milk was your idea. The yeah. UV birthday cake flavored You vodka, didn't say no to it. It was your idea. Uh, All yeah. these things were, well. You, the, right, because I handcuffed you and force-fed you the fucking vodka. Don't the, sit the there and give me that. Me. The, the puff yeah. balls was me. Yeah, that, you did that wasn't on you. Balls. No, but you're it was your idea and... to get the birthcake flavored. Yeah, but I didn't tell you to drink so much that you puke popcorn out of your nose either. Well, you definitely didn't stop me. No, because it was funny. Exactly, it was better you than me. <laughs> I know. I know my limits. Like that's one important message. Important PSA: know your limits and follow them. Because if you don't, you're going to end up drooping your stupid fucking waterhead outside of the <laughs> tent and puking all over our stuff and. And not only just your stupid head outside of the door, it was right where we had to walk. And it was in such a wide pattern, we almost couldn't even walk outside and of it. It wasn't that big of a deal, okay? I, I puked all over the shoes. So whether we walked... Right, that's not what, a big deal. Whether we had to walk in it or not, that's it was just, in our shoes. Yes, you're <laughs> nasty. And that's the problem. All right, guys, we're going to take one more break. We will be right back shortly. Chris will be right back. He's um having some issues. <laughs> We're back. Chris is done headbutting his studio wall to establish his dominance. All right, guys, we are back. This is Chris DeGoat. You are listening to The Goatman Show with my special couch guest, Dino Drew. That's your cue. That's my cue? That's your oh, cue. Oh, okay. That's my cue. Um, That's the dinosaur Drew cue. S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-N-Z. Q-R-S. Oh, fuck. I forgot the R. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the R. I forgot the R. I went from Q to T. Oh, it's been a long day. It, it, it was always a long day. Oh, my God. Man, you know, talking about the tornado, yes. we used to have so much fun when we did the security jobs. We you did. Know, through, through our um, the different usage of, of places for consumption. Oh, a storm shelter yep. at M's. Yep, we hotboxed at a storm shelter. Attic at my house. Yep, and then um, loft at my house. Yeah, we loft here. And then we, every once in a while, still scooted over to the other, or to A's house, but... Back shed. Yes. The shed. Yes, that shed, and it's still standing today, and it has no more floor in it. It's finally, I don't know how it's still standing, but that used to be our place. So, his parents didn't know what we were doing, and he had so much shit that we couldn't really apply our, we couldn't really have a place set up inside that was safe. 
for it where it wouldn't get you know caught right off the bat so we ended up having to go out to the shed and whenever we would we would end up using a tarp for the door but we would be out there i mean that would be where we would eat drink you know smoke sit trip balls there was we did so many things we had spray paint painted things on the walls we ended up fucking with all the stuff that his dad had on the shelf for forever i mean that was a solid it was our place for a good three or four years the one thing the only thing that a was worried about was his dad finding about finding out about chewing True. <laughs> Chewing tobacco, like out, out of all those things. Well, that's because he was pretty preserved, you know. He wasn't like everything bad that he's done. We were the influences of. A, a partook though. Oh, I'm not. I'm not dismissing him a guilt. No, absolutely not. He's just as guilty. He he partook. He, and he wasn't worried about that. Like right. He was just worried. And I think it is funny too. Yeah, he was just worried about the chew. Now, once his dad found out, he wasn't worried about it anymore. And then basically everything was fine. But they. uh B or B, neither one know about his continuation of flower use either. So they're still not, you know, full transparency necessarily, but I still think it's funny. Well, there's never full transparency. Facts. Anybody like. True. Always things we're going to keep personal. That's facts. Yeah, I think about anybody could probably say that. I don't think anybody knows everything about somebody because somebody could change in the snap of a finger. Especially when you're stoned and you die and you have to get picked up and laid on A's truck and then pounding on you like, wake up, you bastard. But, you know, that's why we do what we do, because we've almost died a million times and somehow still made it. And I, I honestly sometimes don't understand it because there's been so many instances. So many. Like, close calls and we somehow just managed to pull out of it and... Just barely... And then we look back on it and we're like, dude, what the, how the, <laughs> it's amazing. It is. Um, there's been vehicle incidents. There's been police incidents, drug incidents. Dude, you, you almost died on the river this past summer. <sighs> I know. Yeah, we went uh, kayaking and it was your idea. I'm going to say this because I said it that day that it may be too, too big, but you're oh, like, oh, no. Uh, in your defense, my mom was all against it. So I know it, it, it rained a bunch. And the it water had, was swift. It had rained about four days solid prior, pretty much, and it had rained, rained. So the water was up, probably I'd say a foot at that point. I mean, it was up. It was up, up. It was up, up. So there was a couple trees that were new that went down and whatever. So we were on a kayak, well, kayak a piece. Um, I took the lead on it and ended up going towards the right. Uh, and ended up kind of getting sideswiped into a tree. Well, my great idea at the time was to use my legs to kind of slow me down enough to where I could maneuver under the tree and not get like the piss scraped out of me underneath all the branches. And then when I did, it pushed the like straight over on my left hand side on the kayak, and I just went in. And there, uh, my we had a little waterproof bag that had the truck keys and uh, my cigarettes and my phone and uh, I think your phone too, actually. And then uh, it went down. So then you followed after it because I couldn't even get back on the damn kayak. And then I ended up getting tangled up in a tree and trying to grab onto the kayak at the same time. I ended up holding on to it for probably 
about 10 minutes and that's as long as I can hold on with how strong the current was. And then I finally made that leap with the boat onto land and made it after being like drug underwater for as much as I did. And then I spent five minutes puking up nasty ass Creek water for days until I started hollering to get, find out where you were. And then you weren't too far down, but you were down the bend a little bit. I, I had, I don't even know how I saved my kayak because I just bailed and swam after you, the keys to the truck. And I lost my fucking shoe. <laughs> you lost your shoe, your flag. I was pretty upset. Yeah, I had an American flag on the back <laughs> to show my patriotic support for this country. Go down the creek with it. And as soon as the fucking boat went, I mean, all that was, all the fun was over at that point. I was, I was a little shell shocked to getting back into the water. Like, we it managed, was. So, I will say that. Like, we did. Because that happened pretty early in our trip. <laughs> that was in the first quarter, yeah. or the first half, for sure. And we, man, yeah. we chilled out a bit and were able to have a good time. Yeah. And it got better, but, you know, it's, you always have like, and that's the problems so I already have, and you do too, already have bad enough anxiety that as soon as something like that goes down, that's already like an automatic thought that you have in the back of your head that, you know, oh my God, this is, this is fucking crazy. We're going to die. Or, you know, I already did it once. How, what's going to happen when I get up here and there's some even worse tree or something, mm-hmm. you know, and then something goes down, but no, it was a good trip, but I always advise to be smart. Stop suggesting to fucking float when water so high i'm a big boy i can swim but I, you ain't gonna win against mother nature man that's not what we're designed for that's, that's all i care about we're here in congruency with her we're, we're here in agreements she doesn't negotiate we I, negotiate around her I, i'd rather float high than scrape the bottom oh i, I did that's the problem i got tossed down and scraped oh. the bottom and then i came back up we'll just take an oxygen tank with you next time. right because that's valid what happens when that runs out or i pass out and forget to breathe um well that's what i'm for you were oh my god i'm not even getting started with you i'm not even gonna <laughs> let you piss me off not even gonna fucking do it you're gonna get me spun up and i'm not about it right now I'm, no i'm just saying nope like, the best time to go floating is after it rains. Yeah, but not for as many days as it did, which is a lesson learned for me. You can go by your fucking self. Well, you realize, it was like early spring. See like, what I have? It, the rocket, I, I saw the, the rocket. The fucking rocket. It, we spent a lot of time on that rocket. Do you still have that video? Pangu. <laughs> Do you still have that video that I sent you of this? I don't. The original reaction to whenever I found out what this was. Oh my god. Because if you do, I want you to send it to me because I'm going to splice it into this. Because the story alone can't justify my reaction to it. But I had it was it was the beginning of lockdown. <clears throat> it was quarantine. And uh, I Wish started doing... Or wasn't even Wish. What is that? Oh, that's not it. <laughs> that's the I like that one though. It's the right way to start your day. That's amazing. You should be able to click on one picture and then just be able to swipe and it'll go through the rest of them. In theory, don't quote me. But they had a these Chinese fake websites were popping up and they looked semi real, and they had these really pretty, cool looking uh, products. So one of them was this like two foot, two and a half foot tall rocket model. And it actually looked like it was blasting off. And I was like, man, that is fucking tight. Like, I want this. This is a badass lamp. Um, Problem being is I waited 
a good, oh fuck, two months. And whenever it came in, it was a Chinese knockoff fucking Pangu instead of Legos. And it's a fucking Pangu rocket set. And it came with a little bit of plume plume fluff and a fucking LED light puck. And I'm supposed to be satisfied with that. It's bullshit. It's better than your... Oh, don't get me started on the unicorn. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, here we go. So I, I uh, that was the second time. No, that was the first time. No, no, no. The volcano was the first order. The rocket was the second order. Yeah. I already volcano fucked up. Volcano was the first one. You got a Yeah, then I fucked up. unicorn. Yep. So I've done this twice, <laughs> which is shame on me. But, you know, in all fairness, there were two different products from two different sites. So at this point, this was before I protested. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I'm pulling a bush. You fool me twice, you can't fool me again. But <laughs> straight up, no more. So I got, there was a volcano lamp. And I wanted it really bad. Ordered it. Didn't get a volcano. Four I got months. a fucking unicorn. A little bitty shit <laughs> unicorn light. And his name is Destructor. With a light-up horn. Oh, dude. dude. I was so pissed. Well, what pissed me off about the rocket is that motherfucker was 60 bucks, right? So I'm like, that's going to be cool. No, it's <laughs> fucking Pangu. That sounds like a fucking stupid knockoff Italian pasta. It pisses me off. And it's not even... I mean, it's cool, but it's not that cool. <laughs> it's kind of... It's bullshitty. It's not what it was it's supposed only, to be. It's not even two foot tall. I know it was. Well, you know they don't have those regulations overseas, so they can just send us a shit in a box, and there's really not much they can do about it. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting the unicorn for free, and I got this at like twenty percent off or whatever. So I'm not going to order it at all. I I pretty much I'm pretty hypocritical <clears throat> anymore, in the sense that I I pretty much only order from Amazon, eBay, or physically in a store that's local. I don't, I don't tread on those waters anymore. Support your local businesses. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I will go local. And if there's something I can't get local, especially right now with the uh, pandemic, I will, I will go out, you know, to those two online retailers, but I'm staying the fuck away from this fake ass looking. Pangu. Pangu bullshit. <laughs> you know, and then I looked it up and Pangu sets ain't really all that cheap either. I'm like, hell no, you ain't no Lego. Get out of here. Like, I understand Legos being that expensive, but not no fucking Pangu. Even the directions. Oh, the directions were shitty. The directions were like, I don't even know. <clears throat> like, they were supposed to be read by a mime. Yeah, it's like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> <laughs> and we weren't. It took a long time. Well, actually, it wasn't horrible. I was the one that kept fucking it up. I'm well, not I good. Mean, I, I have my moments, too. <clears throat> I like rockets, but in building with Legos Red and different rockets. space things. Yum. Oh, God. I think it was just natural to go along with it, but I don't agree. <laughs> go back to sleep. Look what you did. He heard it, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, in case you missed that, Drew said, Red Rockets. We both said, yum. Then my dog woke up and gave us the evil eye. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I, think I'm going to get you a Pangu set. Uh, it's got to be a dinosaur. I can't guarantee what they make. I don't even remember what they make. We looked it up, but I have no clue. Because there was only... We could only come across like 10 different kits, but I know there's more. But I couldn't find them because everything started turning Chinese and I don't speak it or read it. Weren't you the one that just said, fool me twice, can't fool me again? 
Yeah. But you just said you're going to buy another Pangu set. I didn't intentionally buy a Pangu set in the first place. I've tried to buy a really... I I showed you the picture. Don't dick with me. It was a cool-ass looking rocket. (laughs) And then I get this piece of shit. And it's like a giant fucking booty plug. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, it's okay. Don't get me wrong. But it's not what I expected. My expectations were not met at all. And, and the exact same with the unicorn. I'm like, why do y'all want to? Why do you want to lie? You're gonna scream if it happens again. You're gonna order a penguin. No, you have no idea. I'll, <laughs> I will lose. Get... I will snap. You will have to record it because I will lose my mind. I'll break shit. I'll burn the truck down. I'll buy a bulldozer <laughs> and I'll I'll tear down some shit. You really like the Colorado guy? Don't you dare! <laughs> that took years of careful preparation. <laughs> I will say, since nobody else died but him, he is an American hero. He got tired of the fact that the city would not approve for him to have a drive put in because some shithead put a business in front of his and cut off his shit, right? So he's like, man, y'all got to make it fair for me. And the city's like, nah, you can eat balls. That <laughs> dude went and he made right by I'm not. I'm not saying I condone it. I'm not saying people should go out and handle it that way. But he is one of the last Jesse James... That we have seen. I will say that. You know. And if unpopular opinion. Yes. Respect. That's. That's just how I feel about it. I wouldn't have the intent. You know. Like he had guns on his person. I wouldn't intend on trying to kill anybody. But if you're wanting to go and make a city aware. And cost them a bunch of money to rebuild. You know. Especially if it's like on a day where you know shit's closed. I'm not saying I agree with it. But it was entertaining to watch. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. You know. He he had the right motives. He, he just, did. He just didn't have the right. <laughs> he right. didn't go about it the right way. Right, and I still don't agree. You know, I still don't agree with it. The same as I don't agree with protesters burning down buildings and destroying stuff and hurting and killing innocent people. I don't. But but I think anytime we stick it to the man, it generally feels good. It like, does. <laughs> you see, it stuck to the man. You... It does. We just need to come up with a less. Illegal? Problematic way, yeah. I don't even care about the legality fact to it. It's just we need to take care of ourselves. So you want to make sure there's not innocent people in those buildings. You want to make sure that innocent people who aren't involved in hurting you aren't getting their livelihoods taken away too. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for example, like whenever the Colorado guy, or I'm pretty sure it was Colorado. I think it was, yeah. Uh, Everybody that he targeted, it was either a place they worked or their business that he attacked. It wasn't just a random thing. So mm-hmm. that's what makes that a little different. Again, not condoning it, not saying go out and do it. It's not like, but it's not like the other Colorado guy that walked into a movie theater. And that's true, movie right? And then there's shit like that, and that's uh, those people deserve to uh, rot in hell and hopefully yeah. get a pineapple up their ass like Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's that's a good point though. I mean, it honestly is. You know, we all got problems, and everybody has issues, but there's a you know, there's an extreme way to do it and a not so extreme way to do it. And I think people need to try to go. Not for fame and infamy, but for trying to actually make a difference and not go after innocence because that's that's the biggest problem is because there's very few people that are associated with all that stuff like hate or, you know, you're saying there's anti-trans people or anti-gays or anti-whatever. That's a tiny fraction that even gives a shit what you actually do or don't do with yourself or somebody else in the bedroom. So you're still going to link anybody and everybody in a, in, a, in a square and in a circle. But it's really just small minorities of people that even give a shit about what most people even talk about when it comes to all that. So 
I think instead of going and acting out and using stupid means to be violent, people should do other things like, let's all not pay our taxes and see how fast the government shits their pants. You have no clue. Well, they just send us all bills. Yeah. Well, then what about when we don't pay them? When they take our land. Like they did the How many? Okay, you're gonna sit there and tell me that they're gonna come in. Uh, they don't have the forces to do it like they did then. The numbers of people now far surpass what they did back in sixteen, seventeen hundreds. Yeah, but see, our our taxes pay bigwigs' bills. True. So bigwigs <clears throat> are gonna fund the armies to get these taxes back. That's true, but. I did read there was some, what, 100 million firearms in America and an estimated 1 trillion rounds of ammunition. Like in a fair, that's a, that's a fair estimate. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not an accurate estimate, but that's a fair estimate. They're not taking shit back. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. We're not to that point, you know, and that's one thing that makes me laugh is people say militias nowadays are terrorist organizations in America. I said, no, we're not. We haven't fought the government. We haven't, we haven't shot anything at the government we don't do what other government or other militias do to their governments in other countries and stuff but we do have the right to bear arms and the reason why we have the right to bear arms is to make sure that if we do have to go to war with our government that we well, have a fair chance for of 30 day taking things over or 50 sorry another 50 days they ain't gonna i mean they can abolish everything they want they can abolish these nuts but that don't mean they still got to come and take them <laughs> You can't just tell me to turn it in. I ain't turning in shit. It's a voluntary buyback. Involuntary? Voluntary. Oh, fuck that then. They ain't getting shit from most people. They're going to see what? Mandatory a handful buyback. They're going to see a bunch of woke idiots with, with Kool-Aid dyed hair and a handful of scare old people and then a bunch of uninformed people that watch CNN and ABC to go turn in their guns. That's not going to be a majority of them. So, I mean, they may make dents, but they're not going to take the then majority. Then they're going to move in and the masses... Nah, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they have a shot in hell anymore. No? I mean, our troops aren't going to do it. Our troops won't fire on American citizens. The Koreans would. Uh, North? (laughs) I don't think South would. I really don't. We've done so much for South Korea that I don't feel that they would ever turn on the American people. True. You know, um, it would be NATO. It would have to be. It would have to be foreigners because... Our own people wouldn't do it. Plus, that would break the constitutional oath. And you know, veterans uh, that are still alive from other wars would have a serious problem with active duty people that break that oath. That's going to be a major issue. So our own people aren't going to kill our own people. But uh, it's definitely going to boil up. So quit it. We're already at our time limit. We can't keep getting into juicy shit. All right, everybody. We're going to dip out. I think it's Chinese buffet time. Yeah, I agree. I'm still full, but it sounds good. I know good. I want to. You mother... Don't bump the microphone. I hate you. All right, guys. We're going to leave. I'm going to punch Drew in the ass. Uh, this is Chris Goat. You are listening and have listened to the and Goat Dino Show. And Dino Drew. And Dino Drew. Well, I was finished on my part. Be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, check us out. Anchor.fm slash the Goatman Show. You can always send me a voice message on anything you want. If you agree or disagree, if I pissed you off, or if you have fallen in love with the succulent sound of us bickering back and forth about stupid shit. So anyway, guys, listen to everything. Share it. Thank you so much. This has been episode numero four. I'm Spy Dry Veer, and there's more to come soon. Check you guys later. That's all, folks. Thanks for listening to The Goatman Show with Chris DeGoat. Subscribe and leave a review if you'd be so inclined. Until next time. <laughs> 
Krista Goat, he has a podcast, yeah. Krista Goat, it's called the Goat Man Show. He's a Capricorn hippie, banjo loving hillbilly. He lives in Missouri. It's the Goat Man Show, yeah.